This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1224. I'm your host, Greg Audino. It is Saturday, and you know what that means. Yes, it is time to take another look at a question. Sorry about the way I said that. Uh, It's time to take another look at a question being faced by one of your fellow listeners, a question that they were so gracious enough to send in in search of a second opinion, and helping us create another episode in the process as well. So thank you, Asker, for doing that. And same goes for anyone who has submitted or will submit questions in the future. I think we'll all get something from this episode. It is widely applicable. So let's stop talking about it. Let's take a look and try to get to the bottom of this question as we optimize your life. I'm currently lacking motivation to get up and get started and to finish all the things I'm busy with. I always start something to not finish it. I just don't have the oomph. Okay, thank you for sending this in, Asker. Definitely relatable subject matter, as I said, for a lot of people. Um, And hopefully you coming out with this and owning it can help others feel confident to do the same, which means a lot because there can be a lot of self-shame around this type of struggle. Especially these days, I think, with all the stuff we assign ourselves and how much emphasis there seems to be on massive productivity. Anyway, I think there are a few parts to consider. So first, to me, It feels worth it to pay attention to your methodology of completing certain tasks. Uh, There are just actions we can take to become more productive, and there's that word again, to become more productive and get more done. These would include breaking big tasks down into bite-sized subtasks and taking them one at a time, planning effectively, asking for help when necessary, or having a source of accountability. Um, There's been a lot of mention on this show about habit formation too, so looking into the research behind that and learning about how to maintain habits would likely give you some great and easy to understand pointers as well. And one part of that actually that I'd also like to address is the idea of reward. Reward is a big part of habit formation. So when you seek to complete tasks, Asker, is there a reward for you on the other side of it? Now here's the thing. Reward is interesting because it can be something as small as like a piece of chocolate um, and something so vast as an entire belief system. And what I mean by that is if the task you're trying to complete is truly important to you, it's easy to feel rewarded on the other side because you believe in it. You know, someone who values a tidy house doesn't really need to incentivize or reward themselves with a chocolate after cleaning because cleaning is meaningful for them and it contributes to their tidy house. So I want you to ask yourself if the tasks you aren't completing or starting are tasks that are really important to you. 
right? So are they truly valuable to you or are they maybe obligatory? Maybe you feel they should be valuable to you, but in reality, they don't reflect your values. Maybe it's even something deeper. Uh, here, here's just one wild example, but maybe you've always been really criticized for how you've completed certain tasks or were made to believe that your worth was tied to your results. And because of that, getting stuff done is absolutely draining and you subconsciously try to avoid it if possible. Again, that is just an example of how this problem could possibly exist on a deeper level for someone. And there are many similar examples. I think that that's something to explore uh, if you're willing to take a deeper psychological dive. But obviously, that can be hard to do. Um, that being said, something a little simpler that I would recommend would just be looking for patterns. Uh, so, as Bill Nye would say, consider the following. When, uh, when you think about the past, what types of things did you used to start and finish? And what do they have in common? Also, what types of things did you used to start but not finish? What do those have in common? Ask yourself the same for the present. Are there shared attributes amongst the tasks you do complete versus the ones you avoid? So if you can get into the habit of analyzing this idea from these different angles, things are going to start to come together. For example, say you used to start and finish a lot of self-care stuff, okay, and now you don't. And when you think about it, you don't really have a hard time completing other tasks nowadays, but your meditation routine, your exercise routine, or a new diet, other self-care stuff, just seem impossible. Now, with that kind of information, you can start to dig. Why might the change have occurred? Uh, did your friends who really prioritize this stuff move away? Maybe it's time to reconnect with them or find a new group that enjoys self-care. Do you not feel you deserve self-care these days with other priorities on your plate? Maybe it's time to rethink some of those priorities and if they mean as much to you as your self-care does. Ultimately, what it's going to come down to is what are the key differences between then and now, and how can you bridge the gap? And look, we've talked before about action coming before motivation sometimes, a lot of times. Waiting around uh, to be motivated to do something before just taking some type of action on it, it's a slippery slope if you really want some type of progress to be made. But if you can remind yourself that you'll only be uncomfortable briefly at the beginning before finding it easier to keep going and build momentum, it ought to help. Yeah, but even getting started, even knowing that you might be uncomfortable for just a little bit can still be challenging if we don't explore the feelings underneath or where the resistance is coming from, as we just talked about. So while it is important to consider the approach to your task completion, as I talked about at the beginning, don't shy away from exploring and ideally naming the feelings about the task that lie underneath. Okay, everybody, and that brings us to the end. Asker, thank you once again for contributing and trusting in us, and I hope this episode helps you on the road to some self-discovery. As I mentioned, there's a lot of opportunity for it when it comes to something like this. So I'm hoping everyone else got value from this too. And of course, I'm hoping that you all won't hesitate to send in your own questions that you might be looking for help with. You can always email your questions into me at advice at oldpodcast.com. They'll be read anonymously and we will do our very best for you. So don't be shy. Time to wrap up though, everyone. Enjoy your Saturday and be sure to come on back tomorrow for the next episode where I will be narrating a post from Melissa the Love Coach on how to date from a more centered place, free of the emotional roller coaster. Sounds good, doesn't it? 
That's where your optimal life awaits.